I'm kind of sick, but I'm pulling uh, Michael Jordan's. This is a flu game for me. Flu pod. Attaboy, Rocky. Uh, it seems like everybody's just getting sick lately. Yeah, right? Yeah. COVID too. Susie and Mia were just sick last week. But, yeah, honestly. You know. Honestly. Everyone's been sick. But let's, let's go ahead and recap week 13, guys. What, what do you guys got? Um, You want to start game of the week? Uh, which one was that? Uh, the uh, Commander, Commanders-Giants. <laughs> that was a great game. Uh, Bengals-Chiefs. Yeah, let's go ahead. So, I mean, this game should have been the Sunday night game, but God forbid you take the Cowboys out on a Sunday night game against the 4-7 Colts. Um, you know, great game by the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow played outstanding, you know, step in the pocket. Um, just not phased at all. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm getting tired of the – I thought you see – you get tired of the Josh Allen and Mahomes, two best quarterbacks, because I think Joe Burrow belongs in that class. I mean, he's been playing outstanding. He's been making a late, late push for MVP right now. And, yeah, he's done an outstanding job so far. Um, it was nice to get Jamar Chase back. Uh, it was funny to see Justice Green, you know, talk his smack. And... And they, they kind of played him up uh, Sunday. Uh, they threw a lot of pass on him. Uh, Pierre with a stiff arm. And it kind of made him look a fool, you know. Um, the Chiefs couldn't get too much going on offense. This is probably one of Mahomes, one of his worst games of the year so far. Um, the line's done a lot better. But I, I still think they can get better. Um, you know, Joe, Joe Bro still has to scramble for a little bit. Uh, and yeah, I watching the game and you see Burrow very relaxed, and yeah, great win by the Bengals. And I mean, right now I think Bengals are in the Super Bowl discussion right now. My Bengals, here we come, who that nation. Uh, yeah, the Bengals definitely are in the Super Bowl Super Bowl conversation. I mean, we we all kind of picked them to be one of the top um, top teams in the AFC. But man, the, the, this was a good game to watch. I I was watching um, this with the Raiders game and Chargers game, so uh, I was at the bar, so just kind of watching both screens. Uh, but these games always seem like, you know. They're always going to battle each other. A little bit of classics going on, you know, three games in a row. But it was, it was nice to see Joe Burrow actually, like, starting to really um, use his legs more um, going out through the season. I think that's what really helped him during that uh, their run last year, just him being able to scramble out, pick up some first downs on third down and all that, using his legs, uh, rushing for a touchdown. So... Yeah, I mean, the this game was definitely probably the best game on the one of the best games of the day, and 
you know, it showed out. Uh, yeah, Mahomes um probably had his worst games, but he still made some great throws. Kels had a big, big fumble that really um put the Bengals out in front, and you know took advantage of it. So Bengals are doing what they did last season and slow start, and now they're coming alive and they're gonna finish out the season strong. So gonna really start looking out for them. Yeah, definitely good to see the Bengals on track. They definitely missed Jamar Chase. They got him back. He had seven catches for just under 100 yards. Uh, Perrine had a pretty solid rushing game. Um, it's just kind of adding to the to the whole story of you know Joe Burrow being uh, Patrick Mahomes' daddy. <laughs> um, I believe he's undefeated against him, right? He's three and zero. I mean, he's not playing in three games. Yeah, so he, he's under. Yeah, he's three and zero in 2022 against Mahomes. That's crazy. Yeah, this kind of just added to that narrative. Um, you know, e- even on a on a down week for the Chiefs, they still didn't look too bad. Like you guys said about Patrick Mahomes, worst probably bottom two game for Mahomes this season, and you know he, he still didn't do too bad. But um, just thought it was a close game, and like kind of said earlier. You know, it's it's really cool when you got two top teams like this. They go to battle, and you know, it, it actually comes out really entertaining, and and it's everything you expect. So, just glad we got that out of this game. Well, moving on to. Your Raiders. Want to jump into that already? Yeah. We got we get we got on the, on the Raiders comeback season, buddy. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it a comeback just yet, but man, uh, yeah, this this, this was a great win. Uh, I put this mostly on the defense. I think they only allowed the Chargers score thirteen points, so. I mean, defense really showed out uh, after after the pick six. Carr played great. Adams was great. Jacobs was great. Uh, um, yeah, and then Chandler Jones finally showed up in this game. So I thought he finally showed up all program. season, huh? I thought he's in the winners protection program. Yeah, uh, yeah, me and my, um, my family was in town, uh, and me and my dad were watching the game, and I was like, well, it was the first time I really saw him all season, uh, but it was nice, three and a half sacks in the first half, uh, Crosby with the sack and force fumble, like, you know, the defense really started coming along, and they're still not talented, but... Uh, there's a couple guys that can make plays, and they did on Sunday, and it was great to see. Um, I think you got to start saying Josh Jacobs is the best back in the league right now, honestly. And Devontae Adams still the best receiver in the league, and these guys are showing out. So, so just got to take it week by week, and 
they make the playoffs, they make the playoffs. If they don't, there's there's a great end towards uh, start building for next season. Are, are you comfortable with Josh McDaniels? Um, he's actually coming along real nicely, man. I'm not gonna lie. That offense, man, like it. Defenses are trying to are trying to play pick your poison with it now. It's either you cover up Adams with two uh two guys bracketed with the safety on top, but then you let Josh Jacobs just eat up in the run game, or you fill the box and then you just let that passing game get going, especially with Adams leading the way. Uh, you got Waller and Renfro coming back at not this thir- not not on Thursday, but next week. So it's just going to open up that passing game a lot more. Uh, so McDaniels has – it's finally starting to click. It sucks that it took this long, but it's really starting to click right now, and it's it's been fun to see, man, that I'm really loving his offense. Yeah, I mean, you watch his offense. His offense is very um... – this offense is very um, Adams and Josh Jacobs centric, and you get like a little bit of sprinkle of Mike Collins. But like you're saying, I mean, Josh Jacobs has been the best running back in the league this year. Um, I didn't expect this from him. I mean, he's. I mean, you have to talk about him, them resigning him. You know, he's been played oh, yeah, that well. And you know, Devontae Adams is probably the best receiver in the league too. I mean. I mean, he's balling out every week after week, you know. And this Chargers finally has to get going. I don't think the defense is good enough for you guys to make the playoffs. But, I mean, they played a lot better the last couple of weeks, but I, I, they, I think they still lack a lot of talent. Um, yeah, it was good to see Chandler Jones finally show up. And I think he finished three sacks. Yeah, it was a great win. Um, this Chargers... It just, I don't know, offensively it's hard to watch. You know, Herbert's got no weapons. I'm, I'm seeing, like, a little bit of a narrative out there that Herbert's overrated. I mean, I don't know what, what you want him to do with injured receivers. Like, no line hasn't been great this year. I mean, I mean, he's not working with much, so. But a great win with the Raiders, for sure. Yeah, I mean. I, you can't really blame Herbert for the season mostly, but on Sunday he he seemed kind of off. But I think mo- that's mostly because that pass rush was really getting to him. I mean, he was sacked four times by halftime. Uh, he was getting hit a lot, he, but he he was missing some throws. But I think it's mostly due just just couldn't get comfortable in that pocket. But you know. Uh, I mean, Ken Allen came back. Uh, it was a sl- slow start for him until that touchdown in, I think, the fourth quarter. You know, just nice grab, nice throw by Herbert. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to a guy that me and Rocky really liked when he got drafted, Rob- Rob- um, Amik Robertson. Kid yeah. coming along really nicely, man, this season. Especially um, when Hobbs went out, he was pretty much – the guy on the outside with uh, Rock Sim, and he, he's been really, he's been playing really well, man. Uh, I, it's about time. About that time. Started, yeah, really, but 
small guy, but man, he plays physical and he's been making plays, so it's been really great to see. Yeah, it, it's kind of um, it's kind of upsetting to to see the Raiders um finally start to get going um and show their their true potential on, on offense. Um, I say it's upsetting because it, in a way it's already too late. You know, I no Raiders fans have a sour taste in their mouth knowing that that if this would have would have just been showing earlier in the season that that they could have a potential one of the highest um, or one of the best records in AFC right now. So um, didn't watch this game. I, I try to keep up with it uh, through fantasy, uh, obviously, because Adams. So I just kind of saw the Raiders explode uh, in the second and third quarter. So, <clears throat> um, bittersweet. If you're a Raiders fan, I assume, because I'm not one. I I I left the nation, unfortunately. But yeah, I don't know, Alex. Do, do you think there's there's still any any little bit of chance um to make it in? Yeah, there's there's still like that small chance, but I I wouldn't bank on I I wouldn't put. Yeah, I'll be I'll be right back, in. guys. All right. Now, is it perfect from here, or like yeah, maybe pretty, four to lose one, and then they still pretty much have to lose out because right now you are looking the Jets at seven and five, so you're too bad. Jets still kind of got a tough schedule, but I mean, you got you got to hope they lose what about three games with how many weeks left five i think it is yeah we got like, 14 so, then so yeah so now yeah, the five. jets it's the jets they're on the last that last playoff spot um and then the chargers outside looking in that you just beat they got miami this weekend and i believe it's new england who the Raiders got next Sunday, so there, there's a small chance, but if it happens, it happens. Like like I said earlier, but I would just mostly put just don't look into it, and then you know just start looking forward to next season on what this team could do to really build off this um strong finish. Yeah. Um, you guys wanna you guys wanna talk about Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson's return? Not only to Houston, but uh, the NFL in general. Um, a- a- Alex, I know you were kind of screaming it in the preseason, or no, not Alex, uh, Rocky. I know you're kind of screaming in the preseason when when we watched him that that Deshaun Watson looked really rusty. Um. As if he hadn't played in in a year or two, and yeah, that's pretty much how it was. Um, yeah, that that definitely didn't change in this game. He was very rusty, made some pretty bad throws, pretty bad decisions. Um, this was a very interesting game, very interesting. 
defensive game from the Browns. Uh, how many how many touchdowns did that defense have? Two or three? They had two two defensive touchdowns and a punt return. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this game was kind of all over the place. It was very interesting. Um, never really expected it. What's up? Their defense and fantasy outscored a lot of fucking guys on position players. What, what did their defense do? I think 31 in our league. Oh, yeah, Aaron. Aaron got ahead and didn't even win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, this was this was crazy. Brown's defense was competing with with Dallas defense. See who could outdo each other in fantasy. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what you guys like. Or, <laughs> I, I hate to ask this question, but you guys excited to see Deshaun Watson back, or um, <laughs> is he ever gonna? Type player to watch. Yeah. But, yeah. Was, you know, he did make some throws. I mean, yeah, they. He had to play 700 days, so he's going to be rusty. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great at all. Um, but, I mean, you got to get him play time. You know? Yeah, you got to get used to the field, see how he does the next four or five games. Um, I mean, you trade three first-round picks for him, and, I mean, you're paying him about 45, 40, 45 million a year. So... You have to play him right now. Um, yeah, offensively, Browns look pretty bad. The defense special teams did carry them. And, I mean, I mean, Browns had a happy ending, you know. Uh, can the Texans get rid of Kyle Allen? I've seen enough of him. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. If Davis Mills plays that game, they're winning the game. He yeah. is awful. 100%. Yeah, that, um, this game had everything: safety, <laughs> two defensive touchdowns, a punt return, and Kyle Allen somehow being worse than Watson. <laughs> like man, that this game was ugly to watch. But yeah, I agree with you, Rocky. If Davis Mills plays this game, uh, I think Texans pretty beat him pretty handily too. You want to move on to the Vikings game? Yeah. Um, you know, that was a good game to watch. I think he had a little bit of everything, great defense, just a couple offensive plays. Um, you know, you got to give credit to DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. Um, just, Justin Jefferson just had a hard time getting open, and they kind of followed him everywhere he went. He didn't make it, I think he had seven catches, 47 yards. They give up any big plays from him. Um, they just did a great job. And yeah, Vikings just keep winning these close games, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's Vikings, they get Vikings fans a heart attack, you know, with all the close games they play. Uh, and you know, Mike White had a good game. I think Mike White has to solidify his spot as starting quarterback for the Jets this year. Um, no way you see Zach Wilson. And you know, just players love, like Garrett Wilson, man. 
Garros has Mike White is right or die, you know. Great win for the Jets for sure. Um, yeah, Jets are proving their legit team with Mike White. They're more of a complete team. And, you know, I also give a big credit to Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson had a great game today. Um, you know, Patrick Peterson's coming along this year with the Vikings. Is he the lead corner? No, but he's still a very solid corner. Um, yeah, great. Great win for the Vikings. And, yeah, with Jimmy G out, I mean, that moves him a step closer to be a smoke contender. Yeah, um, this was a good game to watch, actually. Um, the Jets defense really did their best try to keep this um, Jets team in. Um, uh, Matt White actually looked, Mike White uh, looked pretty. Um, he looked pretty good. Uh, Kirk Cousins struggled a little bit in the thing in the fourth quarter. He was like one for eight, I believe it was, for like seven yards. But he started getting going a little bit and. Uh, I don't know, man. This this Jets team, like they 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 love their Mike White, man. They really do. Uh, looks like Elijah Moore Moore's got a little bit found a little bit of life in him again. Um, Garrett Wilson, that's Mike White's guy, and you know had had he had a really big day. Um, but can't really say enough about that defense. So I, I know they gave up 27 points, but they did what they could. And it's just that the talent of the Vikings was just a little bit too much. But uh, it, it was a pretty great, it was a pretty good game. And, you know, a couple of question and play calls for the Jets on that goal line to end the game. We're talking, probably talking about a Jets victory here. Yeah, um, definitely, <clears throat> if not enough people were putting respect on Mike White's name, I think it's definitely time. Uh, like you said, there were just uh, a couple plays um, away at the end there to to turn the game around and win. Um, when Mike White hit Corey Davis, um, I believe it was on that fourth down, um, I thought, okay, you know, the Jets are – the, the Jets about to steal this, but um, yeah, that that pick at the end by uh, Mike White sealed the deal. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely very respectable, a respectable game all around for the Jets. Uh, Vikings just keep doing what they're doing. I mean, I mean, yeah, they, they've had a lot of close games, but they're still top team in the NFC. Um, no one could really argue that, but. Yeah, holding Justin Jefferson to 45 yards um, is always a is always a plus. But we never really questioned their secondary. So shout out Gary Wilson also for having a really big game. Yeah, I'm gonna see two yards. What? Wilson, yeah, Gary Wilson. Yeah, yeah, he had a really big game. Wait, we're what's going on with their backfield again? 
with uh, Michael Carter? Say again? Is Michael Carter hurt or is he just not? I think he is. I mean, they're playing Donovan Knight. I mean, James Robson's not even getting the ball at all. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I I know he was benched for the, the Bears game. Like a healthy scratch type of thing. I'm so confused as to what they're doing with their backfield. Don't see why they would trade for James Robinson if they're not really using him. There's got to be something he's not pick up the offense or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, what game do you guys want to do next? Uh, Niners. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, this would be a fun. I was excited for this. You know, see Mike Davis play against Kyle Shanahan. You know, teach for student. Um, I see how they. I really thought Miami would win this, and but outside that seventy-five yard slit to try to share field first play. Miami couldn't do much. Two made a lot of mistakes. Two did not look good at all. Um, yeah. You know, McCaffrey played a great game. I think him make an adjustment. Um, yeah, rely on him heavy, you know, with Jimmy G out. Um, you know, Purdy looked really good. I was shocked. I was shocked how good Brock Purdy looked. He made a lot of big throws. Um, you know, coming in with Jimmy G's injury, you know, you know, he stepped around rookie quarterback. Not going to play on the 84 Niners or Super Bowl contenders. A lot of pressure on him, but you know he looked good. He looked very comfortable. Stage didn't look too big for him. And playing against that Miami team, that's that was a really impressive. Um, you know he could come in a worse situation, but he did, and he looked very good. Um, yeah, you know, got credit. Yeah, get credit. Big three. You know, Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey. They all showed up, play big, especially uh, they set up really big, you know, with Jimmy G out. Um, but losing Jimmy G is hurt. I mean, Jimmy G, um, you know, he's having, I think, his best year so far. I think he had 20 TDs, four picks. He's out of the same year. Losing him for the season, I think, hurts your Super Bowl chances. I, I know uh, Brock Purdy kept it, stepped up pretty well, you know, played with poise, composure. Um, you know, he's throwing the needles, a lot of big completions and tight spots. Um, he has a little more ability than more than I thought he did going back to Iowa State. Um, you know, he kept drives moving, you know, converting a lot of third downs. Um, he just, I don't know, for me, he, like, he fits the Kyle Shanahan scheme. And Kyle Shanahan did, did a nice job laying around him last minute. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, he's got to play game manager throughout the year if the National might have a chance. But losing Jimmy G is a big, big loss for them for sure. Yeah, that that Jimmy G, that Jimmy G injury is probably the the biggest takeaway out of this game. Um, thing the last I saw is that he could come back by like the division, the divisional round, but we'll see. Um, yeah, Purdy actually looked pretty good. Um, like you said, Rocky, he was just keeping drives alive, and you know that that's all you could ask for him to do, right? And Honestly, that's all the quarterbacks need to do in this kind of system. 
just keep drives alive, make throws when you need to, and you know, just like Kyle Shan Kyle Shanahan really uh uh, uh work around you. Um, yeah, to to a struggle big time in this game though, but I think that's mostly because this this San Francisco defense is top two, top three defense in this league, and. They uh they really came out they really came out on Sunday and I mean that that was a hell that was a hell of an effort from them so shout out Purdy you think this team can go far with uh with Purdy I yeah I think they still make a run. I think they still make a run. I don't think they would win the Super Bowl with them, though. You guys think they would have been better off um, if they were able to claim Baker Mayfield? No. No, because he has to learn the whole offense. No, you said Purdy knows the offense you know, for six, seven months. Yeah, I think they're not uh, – the Niners not so much quarterback-eccentric. As long as you make the basic throws, don't make mistakes um, – that's how they play, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it was a good one for the for the Niners. I I also thought that that the Dolphins. I also thought the Dolphins had it going in. Um. And and they were. Uh, you good, my guy? Yeah, no. Dude, this fucking dog is. Fucking... I thought you were having a stroke there. No, <laughs> no. no <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to deal with how to fucking multitask with this guy. I'm trying to take his squeaky toys away, and he won't stop bothering me. <laughs> I don't even know where I was at. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty exciting going into it. I expected Miami to win. Um, Tua didn't have his his best game. Well, he, he was good. I, I know he – I'm pretty sure he got a little injury um, late in the game. They lost Jen Waddle, I believe, at, in the second quarter. Um, he ended up coming back after his ankle injury or whatever it was. Um, I feel really bad for the 49ers. I mean, they've, they've gotten a really, they've been dealt a really bad hand. Um, Trey Lance obviously getting hurt week two and then, and then, uh, Jimmy G now. So their Super Bowl hopes are probably dead, but I don't know, maybe, maybe Purdy could save them, but, um, Tyreek Hill had a really big game. Um, for the for the most part, 49ers uh, defense, you know, did their job and uh, not only held the running game in check, but you know, h- held w- one of the best offenses in the league to to 17 points. So, is uh, Nick Bosa the best player of the year so right now? No, probably not. Who are you taking ahead of him? I, I'd still take Mike, Mike Parsons. I think I'm taking Bosa now. You, would you at least like have it close, like one and two? Oh yeah, yeah, it was very close. 
And I put Gardner up there too. Yeah, he definitely deserves at least a top three spot in that. Uh, I don't like the corner. I feel like corners don't get enough. You really see corners win deepest part of the year, uh, which I hate, like, especially if they don't have the interceptions. Yeah. Usually you have to have a lot of interceptions when you as part of the year if you're in a corner. And I, I hate that. I'm more like shut down how, how they uh, – I think there's more of a breakdown if you don't go by stats for corners. And I wish they did that for a player the deepest part of the year. Yeah, I, I agree with you with that. I mean, Gilmore did it, what, 2018, 2019? I think he had eight interceptions, though. He did lead the league in interceptions. You're right on that. Moving on to Seattle. Um, Yeah, I I was surprised how close the Rams play. You know, you got a lot of injuries right now. You know, Donald gone, Robinson gone, Cup gone, Stafford gone, um, injured online, and they played really close. But, you know, Yager Crest Seattle played in there. Tino had a great game, made big throws. Such a minute uh, clutch drive to win the game. Uh, you know, K- DK Metcalf and, and uh, Ty Lockett stepped up huge. I don't think Metcalf's reached full potential this year, but, I mean, he stepped up big today. Um Jalen Ramsey struggled, man. Uh, I know when we did our top five quarters, I had Ramsey top five, but I don't think I have my top five anymore. He's had really struggle this year for sure. Um, Damn. I feel like he's going to beat on a weekly basis. I don't know about you guys, but. I mean, he goes against the top guys every week. That's true. I mean, you know, like we were saying that about Diggs last season and we were giving them that kind of a pass. I mean, and Ramsey well, really proved it. You're right, but also, too, self, I, I think know? a lot of other corners would be better than Ramsey in that situation. Yeah. Though. No, no, you're right. I mean, but I, I mostly think it's just – I think he's just losing a step or – not saying he doesn't care no more, but, you know, the three, three and nine. I, I think he's just playing not to get hurt at this point. I mean, he's not the only quarter fell off this year. I think Xavier Howard took a step back this year. Um, AJ Terrell yeah. took a step back this year. Um, yeah, this was, uh, you know, Rams really didn't get much going. Uh, passing game, you know, Wolf Ward didn't play well. Um, the only one that I thought, I mean, Bobby Wagner had his revenge game. He, he had an outstanding game uh, playing against his former team. You know, you kind of feel bad at the guy because, you know, he thinks he's going to L.A. to, you know, be some contender, and he's playing on one of the worst teams in the league this year. Um, you know, no one saw that coming. You know, these are looking up. Seattle are 7-5, I believe, uh, compete for a playoff spot. And they're going to have a probably a top-five pick with how the Dev- bad Dever's doing. So, yeah. All things looking up for Seattle. Um, yeah, good win. Yeah, nice win for Seattle. Um, Gino and the receivers had a really nice game. Uh, uh, like you guys, I, I was kind of sh- shocked just how close this game was for a while. And then 
The Rams really had to lead late, late into the game. But uh, Seattle scores that last second touchdown, and you know that that was it. Especially how well those offenses was moving. I'm still kind of blown how close this game was for a while. Yeah, game probably shouldn't have been that close going into it, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, offense was kind of just firing all cylinders in the passing game. Geno Smith easily had one of his best games of the season. Uh, you guys mentioned Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I mean, yeah, they're firing all cylinders. Um, Kenneth Walker, I believe, had an ankle injury uh, late in the game. Uh, if uh, I'm pretty sure his X-rays are good, so um, he might be able to come back within a week or two, because um, they would definitely miss him. He's been one of the more surprising backs to me this season. Um, not that he's still got DJ Dallas behind him, but uh, after watching this Wolford game, what do you guys think about uh, Baker's future with the Rams? Because uh, as you guys know. Oh, uh, Rams, I'm curious. Rams claim, claimed him off the waivers. Um, I'm curious. Um, I don't know if they do a need for a quarterback, which they are, or they're prepared for the future. Baker's a future quarterback next year. Um, I don't know if they're going to keep Stafford. You know, I don't know if Stafford's going to stay another year or retire. So they, they could be using Baker as a backup punk. I mean, there's not any other quarterback they can get right now. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Baker's a start next year and they trade Stafford, but. I think I'm going to keep staff for another year. And I look at this too. I think Baker needs a his backup for one more for a year. Fix his fundamentals, um, but at the same time, by doing that, if Stafford starts next year, since Baker's such a high profile quarterback, you know, if let's say Stafford does play not so great for three or four games, you have fans uh, quite yelling for Baker. So we'll see. <sighs> Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be yelling for Baker at this point. He has that little bit of a cam effect, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, Not as good as cam, but or talented, I, but... I, I guess... He's a celebrity quarterback. Yeah. 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 He's not as flashy, though. I don't know if he has that... That glam like Cam. I need to use that, but I'll say this: NFL really humbled him for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's not the same. He's not the same cocky guy anymore. I mean, that's, so, that's what this league would do to you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when they claimed him, I, I kind of just saw it. It was like a, all right, well, we're just gonna claim him to, to you know, give ourselves a little bit of death in the quarterback position, obviously, with with Stafford being hurt. But you actually think there's a chance that Stafford is the starter um, week one next season? That Stafford is the starter week one? Yeah. My bad. Mayfield? No. Like, St- Stafford's got to be like... That, that elbow probably never got better and, you know... Whatever injury he's got now is still lingering, but I highly doubt that. And 
No, Stafford's gonna be the guy. Um, you guys want to do the Cowboys game? Game of the week. Oh, America's game of the week. Our game of the week. Uh, I'm with you on that, Rocky. But I I heard that CBS they want to let go of that Bengals Chiefs game for obvious reasons. So. Oh really? Yeah. So. I like. But and you were powered by that though, or no? No, I guess not, right? Nah, because I I think each network has to have a certain amount of, you know. Game of the weeks uh, throughout the season, I believe. I think that's how it works. They could they could chose Niners Miami too, though. Yeah, they could have too. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted. You know, go Chiefs Bengals, and then you go into Niners Miami. Um, yeah. So going to Cowboys game. You know, 33 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was insane, you know. At one point, you know, 21-19 going the fourth quarter, and then, then the pop-off like that, that was – I never seen anything like that. Uh, that was the most dominant fourth quarter I've ever seen. And, yeah, that was that was fun to watch. You know, Cowboys offensively looked dangerous. You know, like I said, with you know, Jimmy G out there, they're a step ahead of, you know, being several contenders. It's be fun watching them in Philly. Yeah, yeah. This game, uh, this game was pretty wild. Um, score does not indicate how close this game was for for most for most of the game. Um, for for a while, I, I I thought the Colts were actually gonna, you know, gonna gonna bring this down to the wire. But I mean this. Cowboys, not not only defense but offense absolutely exploded. Um, <clears throat> Prescott, his his game didn't really show any yardage, but he did end up with three touchdowns. Uh, Tony Pollard had a monster game with ninety yards and a couple touchdowns. Lamb had a big game. Um, Zeke got a little touchdown uh, near the end there. He was able to punch it in, but. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was pretty fun to watch. Uh, seeing the Cowboys just absolutely run over the Colts in the fourth quarter. Um, I thought it was pretty entertaining. Kind of kind of wish the Colts would have kept it a little bit closer, but it is what it is. Final score kind of kind of does show the, the skill gap between these two teams, and I guess I'm not too mad at it. Yeah, this was a tight game for three quarters and then ended up turning into an ass-whooping real quick. Uh, but, man, I kind of feel bad for Matt Ryan. <laughs> he, he was under pressure all day, sacked three times, three picks. Uh, yeah, that this got ugly for the Colts real quick. But I guess, I guess that's – yeah. That that arm strength is not there, like no, and you can won't. tell. Um, I guess you could say this game was 
exactly how the Colts season went. Like, it just got ugly real quick. So. At least we didn't have to see Jeff Saturday screw up a clock management again. So, saved us from that. For sure. Big Jeff Saturday again. You think you, you think they're gonna uh, retain as head coach or no? <laughs> I I hope not. Not not because I don't think he can't coach, but you got to go through that uh, process. Especially on how he was hired in the first place. I don't know. Do you? Um, I wouldn't be surprised. It is a pe- depending on the next five games for sure. I mean, I guess it's always a possibility. I mean, it is Jim Irsay, so you never know. Um, I, I definitely think it comes uh, down to how they close the season out. But I honestly still think it's unlikely. Moving on to Tampa game. Oh, yeah. Alex, how happy were you with this game, dog? Uh, I was ecstatic, you know, uh, especially the holding call to negate Chris Godwin's touchdown at the end of the game. Love it. Um, and I think that's the only exciting part about this game. This game was pretty much a dud, most for all the way up to the five minute mark. So Tampa came back, and yeah. So thank you, refs, for winning my fantasy league. Fantasy game. Fantasy league. Whoa. Fantasy game. My bad. Yeah, but the, these offenses are I, – I, I don't know, man. Uh, we've been trying to explain it all season and just can't, especially Tampa. Right. Yeah, never expecting a high-scoring game um, nowadays with the Saints and Bucks, but um, it is what it is. Another frustrating game for – or another game that really frustrated Brady. I should say, up until the fourth quarter. But, yeah, I, I actually thought the Saints were about to, you know, win this game and then, you know, start making a little run for the division. But this game probably probably just eliminated him from from division contention. So, anything's possible, I guess, in the South. But, yeah, just these two teams don't excite me, honestly. Yeah, the Tampa, I mean, you know, the Brady Bucks look terrible at offense, especially the first few five minutes, but, you know, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. 
and he looked outstanding in that four, the last five minutes. And that's a big Brady moment for sure. Um, you know, I mean, big throws at the end of the game, you know, fine scenes. Play no, you know, no huddle attempt to offense, and it hurt the Saints. Yeah, great game for the uh, Bucks for sure. All right, you guys want to do the Bears game? Let's do the inevitable. Yeah, Losing this, this might be my last game. <laughs> Your last game as a Bears fan? No, no, I mean, like, my last I have to go after this. All right. Um, yeah, you know, feels the big 56-yard touchdown run. I mean, he's the best running quarterback in the league. I don't think there's a – I'll take him over Lamar's running quarterback. Um, you know, just feels based on big throws. Uh, I think it probably had his best game as a passer. Um, but they just couldn't close it out. They had some type stop at Christian Watson. You know, Rodgers finally started getting going after that first quarter. Um, it's a shame we just can't be in Rodgers at all. Like, we can never beat them. It's just so frustrating to watch. But I think Packers found their number one Christian Watson. Man, that man is fast. One of the fast receivers in the league. And, yeah, go, a good one for the Packers. Get another one in Chicago. Um, happy to see Fields making big throws. And, I mean, we're not out of getting the first pick in the draft. It's not crazy to say that. Look at the Bears' next couple of games. I don't see us winning. We got Buffalo, Philly, and Detroit, and then in, at home in Minnesota. So, We'll see how it goes from there, but I mean, Carlos, you remember we talking about this that this is about Justin Fields' development. Yeah, and, it's all and uh, I mean, it's perfect. He's he proved to us he's a really good quarterback. He did nothing, and then we also have a top two, top three pick this year. So I am pleased with it. And you know, a lot of teams are starting to start trade up for that pick. So I mean, we're probably gonna get more draft capital this year's draft so i'm really excited to see how it goes in the future and yeah take it away guys uh yeah i agree with so much on what you said um you know i i'm i'm very big on on the bears losing uh this season um i always question bears fans when when they get really frustrated when the bears aren't winning games when on five game winning or losing streaks like guys, come on, we got to think about the got to think about the future and uh, the bigger picture. But man, this fucking game was frustrating. I hated, I, I hated my life in the fourth quarter. Literally, as soon as the fourth quarter start started, I swear there was like back to back penalties um, on the Bears. Um, you just knew everything was going downhill. Um, I I want the bears to lose every single game this season, but I don't want them to lose to the Packers that way. In a way I would rather this be uh, an all Packers game. You know, they don't destroy us, but you know, they have the whole game. They're known as a better team. That's fine. But the fact that we had the game in our hands for three quarters and we look pretty damn good. 
Um, getting getting some good stops on defense. Um, Justin Fields looking like like you said the the best running back size quarterback in the goddamn league. Um, it, it's so frustrating, you know. He had some good throws too. Uh, such a winnable game. Like it, it, that was one of those games where it's like, all right, well, we don't need to lose this game for the draft pick. You know, I, I would rather win this game just to see, you know, Justin Fields, uh, you know, get that win over the Packers. But uh, it wasn't set in the stars, I guess. Fuck. I don't know. The, the Bears are. I'm going to go to therapy for the Bears. I hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, if uh, you guys didn't know, our boy Los was in attendance to watch this game. Oh, shit, really? Uh, Bears fan. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Yes, yeah, I, I was there. Um, I had a couple Bears fans with me, and I also had one Packer fan with me. Uh, pretty diehard Packers fan. And I, Rocky, I was letting that man have it for three fucking quarters. But when I tell you he got the last laugh, I'm not lying. And Did he, you have he any, any uh, gay friends? <laughs> yeah, he, he is he's very fucking gay. I don't care if it's on the podcast. He's 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 a very gay man. <laughs> no, but um, no, it it was really fun. Um, it, it was really fun. Uh, I I think the most interesting take I have from the game was um, how a lot of Bears fans reacted to that game. Like we all celebrated. Um, you know our touchdowns, our big stops, big plays. But n- n- no one was really was really too sold on us winning the game. I, f- I felt like in the uh, fourth quarter, we kind of all knew uh, what was about to happen. <laughs> and the inevitable happened. Um, Aaron Rodgers owns the franchise. So, um, so it's still a good time, though. Can't complain. I'm actually going to Lambeau uh, in a couple of weeks for that, for that Rams game, too. It's going to be my first game to Lambeau. Alex, so we did got you watch pa- the game? We got a Packers fan uh, on the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm. This is my full transition into a into a Packers fan. <laughs> go Pack, go! All right, guys, uh, I gotta get going. All right, peace all right, out. Uh, care, I did not watch the peace. full game. I caught the fourth quarter, and I, I saw Fields make some big throws until the end. Had a couple of bad picks, and that was it, man. Like, I, I agree with you. Like, I agree with you guys. Like, I, I, I do like what I'm saying out of Justin improving. But the these late game situations, he's got to be better on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was very frustrated. Let my emotions out a little bit on on Twitter, obviously, uh, with Carlos Santos, um, just not hitting his kicks. Uh, that's absolutely unacceptable in a game like that. Um, I was yelling for his head Monday morning, but oh, the um, the wind seemed crazy though. The wind was not fucking crazy at all. I I I wasn't playing on that goddamn field, but 
I, I swear to God, like if there was, there was to me there was no, there was no reason why he should have missed those kicks. Um, I, it's you're never gonna put it all on the kicker because you know you can always say, oh, the defense could have done more, the offense could have done more. Um, but that that's where we circle back uh, to a couple weeks ago where you were asking about Justin Fields, um, not not coming through in clutch moments. I mean, the writing's on the wall. Uh, and we have we have twelve weeks of, of football uh, to go back on this season, and he, uh, I'll be he doesn't have the best weapons around him. He doesn't have top twenty five weapons uh, around him, right? But I I just still feel like you know we we could have saw more. Um. Uh, late late game when the Bears had the ball, um, I feel like it it, it was kind of just like universally known that that just feels just going to throw a pick right there in that, um, not the final drive, but I figured what time was on the clock. Um, be, the the pick before what was it the Christian Watson touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think there was like, I think about like six minutes left around there. Okay, yeah. Try to keep up with time when you're at the game. Oh not. yeah, dude, that that shit flies <laughs> by. It, it's time is so weird at the game, especially when you're drinking a little bit and it's cold. So, um, I th- I think it's the fact that you kind of have to look for it, like compared on the TV, it's just like yeah. right there. I I don't know how older because I I've never been to uh. In a game um, I, that that's not in Soldier Field. I I've been AT and T, but it, uh, it wasn't for a game. Um, like at other stadiums, is it like? I, I feel like the fan. Or I I know we should on Soldier Field. I feel like the fan experience isn't great there. Like, um, I, I found I, myself like like looking for the uh, not the score too much, but like like I said the. We said the the times, um, uh, what are, uh, the the set of downs. I I just feel like not everything is presented to you. You know, uh, I think they just because yeah, I've been to a couple Bears games and I think they only have it on those two giant screens on both ends of the end zone, and that's it. And yeah. most stadiums, most stadiums will have like a couple other little screens like in the corner or like that goes along through the uh like along through the side throughout the stadium that's like in between sections like they'll have them there too mm-hmm. but yeah um yes yeah soldier field isn't great man it, it really isn't everything about it like when you really look at it, it just kind of sucks <laughs> yeah i mean probably only good thing about it is maybe the atmosphere and yeah when it's not fucking brutally cold which it wasn't I had the sun on me the whole game but um it's not a terrible fan experience it's just not the ideal one um especially when you fucking pay an arm an arm and a leg to fucking go to the game but... yeah and uh last <laughs> season too <laughs> you hear this fucking dog yeah okay 
Um, before we talk about this Atlanta game, I want to know if you have uh, Michael Vick's number or not. Because I need some advice. <laughs> <laughs> I need some fucking advice, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I obviously didn't get to um, stop, man. I'll watch too many of these games because uh, I was at the game, but um, from what I did see from a little bit of the highlights um, of the Steelers uh, Falcons game, Fryermuth had that big ass catch uh, where he broke a couple tackles, made made a defender miss. Um, I don't know you're happy about your boy uh, Fryermuth, but uh, Najee Harris. Still, still has yet to, to to live up to, uh, to last season. Um, I I know we kind of predicted uh, a, a little bit of a downfall downfall for Najee Harris uh, with Big Ben leaving. Uh, wasn't able to get so many of his yardage and receptions from those little checkdowns, but um, I still feel like uh, Najee Harris hasn't looked like. Uh, the premier back that he should be. Um, but I honestly, from the highlights I saw, uh, Kenny Pickett looked looked serviceable, you know. Um, looked like a, you know, somewhat decent, somewhat decent starting quarterback in this league. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for for the Steelers side. Uh, didn't really uh, pay too much attention to the Falcons. I know Jake London had a, call, a couple good catches, um, but yeah, as a whole, I'm pretty sure if we did a preview episode, I would have said the Steelers would have just barely won this game. Um, they're fighting for their lives, but they're probably not going to go anywhere. They're definitely not going anywhere. Yeah, the this was just a battle battle of the mids, and that's exactly what it was. But shout out my boy Firemuth had a nice game in fantasy, so I'll take that. Um, yeah, there's not really much to really take out of this game, to really. Uh, Atlanta just kind of lost a step in the that in that division race, losing this game. I think this is probably a good game you had to win to keep up with Tampa. Tampa, especially them winning on Monday night. And I think you might just start seeing Tampa run away with the division, and I think that's how you could take out of it. Atlanta just missed its opportunity, and that's what happened. So can you hear me? Uh, what game? Nah, fucking AirPods got disconnected. Um, revenge game for AJ Brown. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, how fitting, man, that AJ Brown would have a fucking monster game against his uh old team. Not the more I think about it, I I should have put money on AJ Brown getting at least two touchdowns, but uh, it showed uh, got it got. Got that GM fired. Yeah, dude. That's that's kind of embarrassing. I mean, you you only wonder how he felt after the game. You know, just watching the guy you traded away. Um, 
fucking just drop a sack on your forehead and then then you end up, get, end up getting fired the next day was it the next day or yeah uh <laughs> yesterday uh yeah two days, uh, two okay. days later <laughs> so you finally recover from that loss and then you fucking <laughs> then you get fired so um bad day for that guy but i mean are are the titans kind of starting to show their ass like i i know Obviously, we weren't all high on the Titans, but the Titans have definitely uh, held their own this season. Uh, seven and four going into the game. Um, I know a lot of people had the Titans uh, winning this game, or at least keeping it very close. But I I don't know. Um, after this game, do you do you think that we could start calling the Titans frauds? <sighs> Uh, I know they're okay. Granted, they are going up against the best team in the NFC, right? But yeah, I mean, I was about to say that like they just they just got smoked by the best team in the league, and it happens. Um, I I mean, it's just I think Tennessee is what we always expect them to be. Like they're still gonna be a very good, you know, battle, you know, tough team to play against, and they will win their games. But, you know, they're going to win this division and get smoked in the playoffs. I think that's how it's going to happen. But really, I I think this is more on Philly just being, you know, kind of um, just showing that they're, they're the best team in the league, you know. Like, they played a couple of close games the past few weeks, and they just came out and dominated Tennessee. Uh, you meant Tennessee uh... – Getting smoked in the playoffs. Sorry, I think I heard you wrong. Yeah. I'm about yeah. the Eagles getting smoked in the playoffs. Nah, the, this is what Tennessee does. Like, you know, they yeah. they win in the regular season because they're, they're just a tough team. Like, Mike Vrabel, those boys love playing for Mike Vrabel. And, you know, you got you got to give them props for that. But when it comes to playoff time, especially this season, yeah, I, I think they're going to get smoked. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, fucking Eagles firing on all cylinders. I mean, that rushing game is no joke. Um, And then, obviously, AJ Brown going crazy. It's nothing else to really be said about that. I'm sure if we had a preview, we would have um, told you guys what would have happened in the game. Right. Um, Got Jags line. Did you watch this game? Um, I'm pretty disappointed in our in our Jags, man. Like, they had a nice win last week, nice comeback win. Trevor Lawrence looked like he was, you know, why he was a number one pick. And then they go to Detroit and get smoked. Couldn't do anything against his uh, defense, and yeah, I I think it's disappointing on Jacksonville, and I think this. <laughs> Blowout really showed that Detroit still can score on offense, and probably a reason why they're fa- actually favored against the Vikings. Yeah, I, I don't know how that's a thing. I mean, to be honest, I, I was gonna throw the lines in a little parlay. That's how I found out. I was about to make a make an like an early week parlay, 
um, and throw the Lions in it because I actually believe that they have a shot to win the game. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm about to catch the Lions at fucking plus 300. Dude, you did not understand my the disappointment on my face when I saw that they're fucking favorited to win the game. Like, dude, how? And then I went to go look. I'm like, okay, Justin Jefferson's um, healthy. Adam Thielen's healthy. Uh, Hawkinson, Dalvin Cook, like, Kirk Cousins. Like, why, why are the Lions favorited? I guess it's because the game's in Detroit. I don't know. I, I still feel like they shouldn't be, but I was kind of pissed because I thought I was going to get a steal. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's mostly because this Lions offense can't can put up points, and then this Vikings defense is still not very good. Yeah. I think that's what they're really predicting, but it's – I still don't understand it either. <laughs> it, it's yeah, – I don't know. I mean <laughs> – I I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, a five and seven team, a five and seven team being favored against a fucking ten and two team, a, a team that has doubled their wins and is leading the division they're both in. It's I don't know, dude. Maybe maybe the lines will maybe the lines will change, but that's how it is right now. The the lines are favored, so. Yeah. Uh, another big game from um, Amon Ross St. Brown. He, he had 11 catches, over 100 yards, two touchdowns. DeAndre Swift had a pretty decent game. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure we've been giving uh, some flowers to Jared Goff this season, but just want to reiterate, uh, Jared Goff has, you know, been very serviceable for the for the Lions. Um, definitely not the reason why. Yeah, anyone who's really watched the Lions this season knows knows that uh, that the offense and Jared Goff hasn't been uh, the issue. But I just want to give give a shout out to him for having a big game and and do, doing everything he can for this Lions team this season. Yeah, I mean. Uh, golf has played really well this season. Yeah, there's no denying that at all. MVP discussion. MVP discussion. Yeah. I like it. Did you watch the the tie in New Jersey dog? <laughs> I did not, but it seemed like a nice game. It seemed like a nice game. I I know Rocky was saying that. Um, this was a uh, true game of the week. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess, um, f- from what I did see, uh, yeah, it, it, it was n- not a mid off. It was just kind of like the, the two bottom teams in the NFC. Well, honestly, the, the, the best team or my bad, the, the best division football, um, going at it for for their spot in the playoffs um and it's kind of funny how they went in uh very similar records and they literally bumped heads and fucking tied um from what i saw that they were very complacent going in overtime um like both of them were kind of okay with 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 tying 
Um, neither of them showed too much aggressiveness in, in overtime, and they just let it go to a tie, and uh, both teams are happy. <laughs> I guess. Because yeah. nobody lost. Yeah. Uh, I think this is um, which is a battle – I think it was just a battle between two teams trying to keep their playoff hopes alive, and you know, it ended up turning out pretty, uh, pretty good game. Just you know, never really want to see a tie, but with how hard they fought, like I think you could settle with it. I think it's both gonna hurt them at the end, especially for, for a late playoff push. But you know, uh, good stuff, good stuff though. So I, I know it was almost a week ago now, but do you remember anything about the Buffalo New England game? <laughs> uh, New England's offense was terrible. Right after I gave them some props, and <laughs> Buffalo's starting to just steamrolling them again. So it is. <laughs> I think that's all you could take out of it. This is really all just Bills fans fucking getting their revenge. Um, I, I see a lot of Bills fans absolutely trashing Patriots fans on Twitter because, I mean, dude, how long did have Bills fans fucking just you know, just been been well, I'm talking about fan base right now. Obviously, this applies to the team too, but been little brothers to the Patriots for so long, and now the Bills and, and their fan base can just absolutely shit on the Patriots. Yeah. Um, it, it's good that the Bills are able to do this now, just, you know, um, you know, pull out their cock on offense and and just lay it on the Patriots' face. Um, like you said, uh, their their offense wasn't much. Um, I actually was not disappointed in Mac Jones' game. Thought he looked pretty decent. Um, but overall, Bills had the, Bills had the offense in check. Uh, pretty good game from Josh Allen. Uh, James Cook uh, looked pretty good in the running game. And Diggs is Diggs. You know, another almost 100-yard game and a touchdown. So, uh, very Bills win, for sure. Uh, defense did well. Offense um, put up exactly what they needed to. So, yeah. Um, yeah, then we got – did we do CX Rams? Yeah, we did. We got Broncos, Ravens. Fuck, uh, dude. Remind me to stop betting on the Ravens because I, I, I've had them in parlays uh, two weeks in a row now where they ruined my parlay last week um, and they they ruined my, my parlay this week again because I, I think I took the Ravens at minus five and a half or six and a half. And I, I, I know I probably won't trash them too much because uh, Lamar's injury, but... I don't know, man. It's still really frustrating. <laughs> I know I sound like a typical typical gambler here, but I don't know, dude. Uh, Ravens are starting to piss me off. Uh, they're 8-4, but I swear to God, this fucking team is not as good as, uh, is not as, good as that. I, I feel like every time I turn around, uh, the Ravens are either blowing a game or, or just barely beating a bad team. <laughs> Um, I thought Tyler Huntley looked pretty decent. You know, 
he's Lamar's backup, and he's he literally looks like a Lamar Jr. So, um, I guess he played that. He he did what he had to do, and the Ravens did what they had to do. Russell Wilson absolutely sucks. He is a bottom three starter this season. Uh, the fact that I I know we we all know how the Ravens how good the Ravens defense is. I mean. They held the Broncos to no touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, the, the the defense will always keep the Ravens in games, uh, even with an injury like this. But um, I still feel like uh, Russell Wilson and the offense could have capitalized on, on Lamar getting hurt. But whatever it is, what it is. Uh, better team won, I guess. Yeah, barely, but you know, I yeah, I I don't think we could really figure out this Ravens team. It's either they're blowing big leads or yeah, barely beating Biden scrapers, and it's kind of tough to watch. But you know, shout out Denver for being a joke of a team this year. So love to see it, love to see it, and fuck Denver. I I, I don't. I don't think you could really take much out out of this game, uh, besides Lamar's injury and Denver's defense still being one of the best, but still can't get any offense going. Yeah, from what I know, uh, Lamar Jackson, Mio, we're trying to close the podcast. From what I know, Lamar Jackson is trying to <laughs> Lamar Jackson uh, will be out like one to three weeks, maybe. Uh, with his injuries, so this team could definitely still make the playoffs uh, without looking at their schedule. This team can uh, still make playoffs um, without him, I'm sure. So um, e- even if he does need a little bit of extra time to to get healthy, um, the Ravens, you know, are, are still fighting for for that top seed. Um. Or the top spot in the AFC North, at least. Um, believe they have the tiebreaker over the Ravens or, or over the Bengals, right? Yeah, they do. Okay. So yeah. Um, uh, get healthy, Lamar, and stop ruining my parlays for two weeks in a row. I believe that is all the games. Alex, you got anything else you want to add? Uh, no, no, not too much. You know, uh, this, this was a good past weekend, so let's hopefully we get another good weekend of games. Yeah, uh, we got tomorrow night, we got we got the Raiders versus Rams, so very excited for that. Should be, a, yeah, like you said, should be a good weekend, so uh, that'll do it for the week 13 recap. I know it's a little bit late, but it's here. All right, it's here. Shout out Deshaun Watson. Shout out my man. I'll have to edit that out. Your man sucks. I won't. I won't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, if you're listening, uh, let me know if you want a dog. Let me know if you want a dog or, you know, Michael Vick's number. Or uh, hey guys, come come save uh Carlito. Uh, before he get he gets uh Michael Vick by Lowe's. 
Nah, he's, he's a good dog. Or Michael Jordan dog. Michael Jordan, too. <laughs> he's got his own little dog controversy over there. <laughs> yeah, guys, that'll do it. I'll catch you again for the preview. And, yeah, peace out. Later, guys.